sucker. Here we go. All right, we're here. We're live. Bitching. We? Yep. This is uh wow. Feels weird. What is up? What is up? What is up, Chase? What's up, dude? What's going down? I am. Well, I'm just gonna start off by telling you I am sore, very sore. Hurt my back yesterday doing something weird. Nothing that was nothing that should have ever hurt my back. And uh so I've been in a lot of pain today trying to catch up on a bunch of work. What were you doing? I picked up a case of water. <laughs> I mean, those can be awkward and heavy. I mean, I could see where that could happen. Well, that's what happened. I was just twisted when I picked it up and uh, pretty much have ruined the last two days of my life because of it. But is what it is. We will survive and uh, we will we will live. I promise. Let's see. Let me share this a little bit ago. What's up, Will Ivy? Yes, we are getting old, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, we've got a random Facebook user in here. That's always it said, fun. It says random Facebook user? No, it just says uh, Facebook user. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> so I am just going to share this real quick and... Yeah, it's a good idea, Robert. We are going to drop that intro. Bow, bow, bow. I thought you were going to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Dude, that beat goes so hard in these headphones. Yeah. Like, the whole experience is so much better, like having sportsman-level gear. Like, this is great. <laughs> you do have some new gear, and uh, it's it's good for all of us, not just you, actually. You sound oh, so bet. much better. You look better, as, as good as you probably possibly can. You'd look a lot better in a Blink shirt. Yeah, well, we had that planned for the last show, and uh, you know me, I couldn't just sleep on that thing for a whole week waiting for us to do the next show. So I had to do something with it. <laughs> I was going to do the whole show in that gear. I had no idea that you were doing that. Just so everybody knows that was complete surprise. <laughs> I don't even know how to re rebuke that. Try to try to go back with you. Like try to beat you on that situation. Yeah. We, came, up, out Randall Anderson? <laughs> we came out swinging. So, <laughs> balls yeah. in your court now dude oh you're making it tough on me <laughs> all right well i wanted to start this show off um a little bit somberly but uh i, I it definitely needs to be done before we move on um but we all lost uh and, and you know it happens a lot but this was somebody that uh everyone just got to see um last week and um it was it was kind of tough because he was real close to a lot of people. Uh, I was fortunate enough to get to meet him myself, but uh, I'd really like to just take a second and give a moment of silence for Kevin Jellick and his family.
I know a lot of people were um, really saddened by that, and uh, he'd definitely be missed, and his work was really great, and I'm just really glad I personally got to uh, experience it before he was gone. So, all right. So, I don't want uh, I don't want to keep that uh, that mood throughout the whole show, but uh, it was uh, one of those things. So, Chase. You yes, sat around sir. and probably were in your tidy whities watching Nationals uh, a couple weeks ago. I actually didn't get to watch as much of it as I wanted to because we were up at Channel Islands racing. So oh. I watched I watched a little bit of it on Sunday, and uh, it was good. In your mind, from someone that wasn't there, did you think that the results were where you what they what you thought they were going to be? Well, I think, uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, it was pretty close to what they, what they, what everybody was expecting. I think for sure. Um, it did get shuffled around a little bit, but I mean, yeah, I mean, all the major players were there. I mean, some of the guys didn't make it in there that normally make it in there, but I mean, that's what happens when you have those crazy half and odd, whatever the shit mains and all that stuff, stuff happens, you know? Yep. So, um, it was still good. It's hard to watch. Like I watched the buggy man and it, it, it's hard for me to watch that for an hour, not be in there. You know, it, it uh, that was kind of tough. You know, I found myself kind of not glued to the race the whole time. Right. But um, yeah, it was cool, man. Dakota was just out of control. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> insane. Yeah. He's, he's on a, he's on a totally, I don't know if he's on another level, but he's, he's the best in America at the moment. And everyone's trying to catch him i mean he's he's insane fast right now i mean you, you never can count some of those guys out like mans and in you know testman and tebow and cole like there's there's a handful of guys you just can't count out but he is just you can't bet against him right now it's impossible it's impossible yeah any of those guys could give him a run for his money for sure but it's really tough when he's driving like that that's yeah. for sure did have have you ever been up to that uh, to Chico yourself? I've been up there before. Um, I went on a two week uh, vision quest with some of my friends in an eighty four Toyota Volf Dolphin van conversion, Toyota truck mobile home conversion, yeah. motorhome conversion, and we hung out a couple nights in Chico. But that was long. RC was definitely not on the brain on that trip. So you haven't been to the uh, the A main track. No, it's over seven dollar. No, no and what a treat that place was! Like just the it's such it was so well laid out. It's, it's built so well. Um, man, those guys, those people up in that area have a facility. You know, I'm, I hope that it's uh, well supported and, and around for a long time because that was uh, a, a joy to go to for sure. Yeah, I think if a mains facility wasn't absolutely one hundred percent top notch, it would be a, a very big letdown. You know. Yeah, it's just up there. I mean, in which there again, I hadn't, I'd never been to Chico and I've traveled up and down California quite a bit. I, that place was beautiful. I, that's a, that's a place that I just didn't think I knew. I, I, I probably had a, I don't know. I, I probably just thought it was normal California, but to me, it was much better. Northern <laughs> California really nice. rules. I think right when, you know, you hit, you're almost getting there in Santa Barbara, but like once you hit like Santa Cruz, and north of Santa Cruz and all that whole area, it's a whole different state, man. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Yeah, it's absolutely stunning. I I, I agree, and it, I I've seen a little bit, just not there, and it was awesome. 
So yeah, I love I love the uh, the uh, forest by the beach. There's nothing cooler than that, you know. Right. Yeah, they got a lot of different lot a lot of stuff that you're not going to see in a lot of other places up there. It was really cool. So yeah, so Dakota, he, uh, you know, I'm obviously a big Dakota fan. Um, I'm a fan of a lot of guys that were in that main for sure. And uh, that place was, um, it was hard on some people. Um, but the Dakota had a, a an amazing weekend. And I don't, I don't even know. It, Jake Concept's tires were just on point for everybody. I mean, the those guys were on a different level. All of the the JC and that that whole group. Um, well, when it comes to high bite, J Concepts is definitely hard to beat. You know. Yeah, but I mean, we say that also when we go to Wicked or PMB in these arena races, or you know, DNC places where there's you know the tracks not fully packed and and it's got some grip you know throwing some green reflexes you know it's like just what people do their tires work man yeah they were killing it so i mean what do you take away from nationals Uh, take take away the dakota basically domination take that away like what do you take away from roar from the outside so i just i'm asking this because you know then there's what we see you know when we were there i just want to know because i know you're all in you're you're an rc guy uh it, it looked like uh just another big race on tv you know it was cool all the everybody was there um i think with that kind of format it was cool to have some of the uh you know the the up-and-comers and stuff kind of peeking in you know peeking in and seeing that and um you know, it, it from any from just sitting back in my bed watching it on Sunday. It's just you know just another race kind of for me. But it's always exciting for me to watch them. I love watching them. But um, as a whole event, it looked cool. The coverage was good. You know, there was a lot of a lot more interviews than normal with Lefty running around doing interviews of everybody, and um, that was really cool. Um, you know, staying in contact with some of the boys up there. That was cool. You know, kind of finding out what's going on behind the scenes, which was rad. You know, there was a huge thing uh, with the front wings over there. I don't know if it was that big over there, but, um, you know, we definitely had to do some adjusting on the Racecraft website um, for the description of the flock foil <laughs> so that they were allowed to be ran. Um, so foil gate happened over there. And um, I'm glad we got to run them and everybody, every other brand that makes their front wings um, got to run theirs. And uh, yeah, that was kind of funny getting that call from uh, Cody and Cole saying, hey, Roar said we can run the front wings if you call them gearbox protectors. (laughs) So (laughs) right now on our website, the flock foil is considered a gearbox protector. So yeah. And, and that there was conversation that um, I, I think in the grand scheme of things with the new regime, which is something I wanted to touch on. Um, I think they're just kind of like feeling the water right now. I don't think they were really going to start tossing people for that. Um, you know, my camp uh, that I was under, you know, I was in the S works tents the whole weekend and we, you know, everyone runs the flock foil for the most part in that tent. So it, it no one ever got thrown out. We heard the rumor, um, and it, it was kind of weird that it was even a thing because we had been running. But at Worlds last year in Spain, we couldn't run a carbon fiber wing. And no one could run a carbon fiber front wing. 
So I was thinking when I heard a little bit about that, that that was kind of maybe the direction that they were thought or, or were trying to go. Um, but the main thing, I, you know, what still was kind of like worrisome for a lot of people was the whole headlights thing on the bruggy and truggy bodies. Well, um, I seen Camden, he flipped the mega foil over and put little two little stickers on it to make them look like headlights. It's actually me, I, but yeah. Oh, is that you? That yeah. was yours? Because <laughs> I, okay. I borrowed Provitas's body because I couldn't get one in time. I, you know, I just got a truck together right before I went out there. So I, uh, I didn't even have a nose cone cause I borrowed Provitas's body. <laughs> nice. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those things, man. It was, but they, they weren't, they weren't, that rule was so non, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it, it didn't matter so much. Like a nonchalant. They weren't going to, they weren't throwing people out right now for it you know they weren't sticking it because they're they're just trying to make sure everyone's happy and they want to worry about rules that matter so yeah the, and the if they would have the fuel if, rules yeah if they would have stuck to that rule then more power to them you know i kind of knew going into the race that they might not allow people to run them you know and obviously people were prepared guys that normally run a megafoil on truggy have their you know headlight front things ready to go so yeah, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. It was just it was just pretty cool that we actually like kind of worked around it. They worked with Roar and uh we made it happen. And there was a lot of cars out there with flock foils and that's sick, you know. That's yeah. really cool. They're they're definitely a, a popular um piece of jewelry for our, our rides these days, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so when I when I take away from the event as far as Roar goes, is I thought they did a fantastic job. I thought after all the crazy stuff over the past five or six years Nats I've been to, this group of guys did what needed to be done to instill a little confidence in the in the members and the racers again. Um, nice. We can tell that they're working at it. We can tell that they want to change it and help us. They, We can tell right now that it's not going to be the same next year when we go back. Like, at least that's how I feel. So it's the ball's in their court you know, and all the people part of it. Well, it seems like, you know, there wasn't any hate online for Roar or anything like that. So that automatically shows everybody that they're doing a better job. You know, Um, I've never, I've never raced a Roar race, so I don't know. And you were, you were boots on the ground. So I was hoping to hear your opinion, which you gave. And that's awesome. Like I said, I just, I just watched it on TV. So I couldn't really, you know, know what's going on. There's always more going on than uh, what you can see on TV. Right. Yeah. So. And, and, but actually there wasn't, you know, and that's, what's crazy. Everything was, everybody's, it, it was like, you know, kind of, you said it earlier. It's like, Oh, it's just kind of like another big race. It had that feel actually, instead of like, everyone's like, how are they, how are they screwing us now? You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't on that, edge. Yeah. No one was, I didn't feel that not as much as in the past, you know, so would you say it felt like a normal big race more than a roar race? Yeah, I, to me, it kind of is going back to what everyone's always told me what the Roar Fuel Nats used to be, um, which is what we all want. We we want to show up and we want to be governed and we want them to put the effort in and, and hold us to rules. But we need those rules to be updated. We need those rules to be valid. Uh, we need people that are going to be uh, consistent with their calls and do what they say. And I I, I feel like they... They did that this weekend. I mean, not fully because, like I said, they were a little. I could tell they they were kind of just checking it out. They were trying to fit, feel the 
feel the crowd before they did anything, you know, too, too hasty, too drastic. Yeah. Know? I mean, you know, everybody wants to go out on an even playing field with their competitors, you know, and that's, that's definitely what they're doing, you know, but I bet. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Joey. Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought now. I, I, I had some Shakespeare shit to say, but, um, Oh yeah, I'm sure. What's golf? So everybody wants to go out on a playing field, you know, an equal playing field. And that's awesome. But I think roar, you know, those, all those guys, the last thing they want is any kind of bad media to come from that event, you know? And they, I guess they, they, they pulled it off. So hats off to, to roar because I didn't see one thing negative about that race, uh, directed at roar, you know? So that's cool. Good job, Roar. <laughs> well, yes, good job, Roar. And and Clayton for stepping up and taking over that job that's thankless and that uh he's gonna get just keeps get he's gonna just get an earful. He's gonna keep getting beat up by these people and he's seems like he can take it. So uh I'm excited to see what the future holds. And to me, you know, the it 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 makes it worth more, it makes it more um prestigious the whole roar thing when you have people actually putting in the effort to make it a sanctioning body that holds titles at a at a different level so um yeah but yeah the, as far as the racing goes the track goes the track the layout was phenomenal so much fun um the the pits were just awesome so laid out so well uh and then the competition that exit was pretty, was pretty wild yeah i it, you know what was cool about that though I know it sucked. I mean, I had to do it, but it just, it, it made everyone have to be a better pit driver. And that's, that sucks when you suck in the pits, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you, if you get a rad pit stop by some people and then you go down that ramp and you screw it up, you know, or you can get a somewhat halfway crappy pit stop and go down there and hit your marks perfect and do better than half the guys. Well, so, I heard, uh, you know, with that slow speed exit, a lot of people were flaming out. Is that true? Because they weren't able to clean their stuff out or well, they don't, that have go? To, they, they don't have to drop the car so fast. I mean, yeah, that, that's true. That's Let them not, get a little rap. Yeah. I mean, matter of fact, a hundred percent, this is 100% what Camden came to me and said over the microphone when I was pitting him, he's like, on this race, I want you to hold my car up. I never even thought of it. He was the one that told me, I thought that was really heads up thinking. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there might've been a few, I honestly, I didn't, I, I didn't pay attention to that fully, but when I was standing up there, I would say it's no more than what we normally see, at least in my opinion, but I could, I didn't, I'm not paying a lot of attention to all the other cars when, when I'm up there pitting word, but yeah, the layout, yeah, the, layout awesome. looked, the layout looked freaking awesome, man. It looked like so much fun. I heard there was a bunch of guys driving even after a week of being at that race, they were driving after the event. Like that just shows you that that track was awesome. Yeah. People are willing to do that. You know, I went up there and I was like, yo, we're leaving. What the hell are you guys still doing here? <laughs> Cause I know we were talking about and They were there forever. I was like, Let's, yeah, no. I, I, talk, I talked to Cody about it and he was like, bro, trying to leave. One of those bastards could have at least said, Hey, you want to try a lap on the track? Cause he was there for a week right. and didn't, get, didn't get to do pit. Everybody didn't get to do one lap on the track. And he's just wait. I would have said, Hey, I would have went up there and just taken somebody's remote. If I was in that position. Yeah. You know? That would have been cool just, for guys just, like him that were there all week. Cause there was multiple guys like him that probably didn't get to run. Um, 
But yeah, <laughs> oh, well, I didn't think of that. He, he should have forced the issue a little harder, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cody, good job, bro. Yeah, I already killed uh, him. It's like uh, Ryan Rand said, it's like Fender Field. That's what everyone was saying in Vegas. And that's basically what, you know, when you when we go into one of these races, you know, that's what a lot of people are probably thinking for sure. He was so impressive. Ryan Mayfield was like hunting him in that truck race. Ryan Mayfield knew that there were, he could smell the blood. Um, so that, that was, I hated seeing Dakota back up to him, but you know, watching how they were having to race and then watching how Dakota was blocking his butt off once they got to him. It was so funny, especially he was blocking on Tebow real hard right after Mayfield got by. And, uh, it was good to watch those guys. It was cleanly beat on each other because they, you know, they know what's at stake at the end of that, that situation, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah, so man. it went, it, it was really neat to watch and, um, congratulations to Mayfield. Congratulations to Dakota on another on back-to-back -back buggy. And, uh, and then Jonah Wilson winning, uh, the juniors, he came all the way out from Tennessee, um, won the juniors. He's yeah. uh, one of our nitro Lux and, uh, ultimate guys. He runs for Brian, uh, for, um, producer mods. Sorry. Nice. A brain fart right there. Yeah, um, I just got a, I just got a motor back from Brian and pro twister. I can't wait to drop it in. Yeah. He does good stuff. Heck yeah. And dude, the engine came back squeaky clean, like fresh from the factory clean. It's insane. Yeah. I was like, thanks man. Cause it didn't come that clean. That's for sure. <laughs> you know, he yep. details them too. He does an engine detail, but yeah, shout out to Jonah Wilson and your bow champ and fee. In that yeah. junior race. Yeah. Fee, you know, that was coming out of Vegas and watching Fee have all that success. And then, you know, the track was so different. Like, this was high bite. And, you know, we were on, you, know, you could run bald tires out there and still be good. And, he, but coming off of Vegas, so the two different styles of tracks and just, he, you know, he had a lot of t bad luck, mainly a lot of bad luck, but just didn't didn't cut it man just didn't get up there so i, I was that's okay i thought he would be up there yeah i mean that's like uh i think lefty was saying in his podcast like we're gonna be happy for him when we're when he's up there and it's exciting and awesome but we just can't expect it right you know so that's a good we'll way take, to look at it we'll, we'll take the good ones like silver state that was incredible and that's what's gonna keep the dude racing you know what i mean he's got to uh it takes a lot for these guys to be up in that top 10 every single big race you know yeah especially the talent pool is so huge you know what i mean it's it's massive there's b main all the way down to the b main and pro could be in the top five at any given race yeah that dude the 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 quarterfinals or the half so you got the quarter then the semis the quarterfinals were normal b and a mains yeah you know, in two full stack quarters before you even got into the semis. Yeah. With a pool that big, it's, I mean, you got to be on point. That's, yeah. that's for sure. The whole Ty Testman thing, you know, I didn't see it happen. Um, but nobody that, did. We just saw his dad on TV. We just saw his dad picking up the car. Yeah. I, and I, I, I still don't really know what happened. I, I know that somebody hit him head on, um, coming down. I guess the straightaway or they were coming out of the pits or something like that. But it's like, you know, how does that happen? What happened? Well, in a head on collision, somebody has got to be going the opposite way on the track. 
and then they hit. Well, I understand that. Head on. I understand that head on <laughs> how, how it works. Yeah, but somebody just jumped off the, the wrong side or something. I'm just you know? wondering how it happens in a race like that with talent like that. Who it, knows, man? I, I just I I found it. I in in I just don't know what it. I still haven't even really seen what happened. I don't. Know I don't know how anybody anybody can focus for an hour at all. I don't know how anybody can do that. That's guys crazy. Nuts, crazy. I can't even focus for five minutes, dude. Well, that's obvious. I can see that right now. All yeah. right. <laughs> Let's, uh, while we're talking racing, before we talk uh, any dumb stuff and, and let people get on here and blitz us with some crazy. Well, every comment has been 182. Yeah, because they're, everyone Thompson. doesn't understand why you are such a hater. That's all. They, they just want to know. Dude, the crew that I was observing today, visiting their site, they were up in a man lift at 40 feet. And I'm sitting in the truck and I look out the window and they're blasting blink. And I'm like, dude, there's no way those guys are getting raises this year. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sorry, bud. You're very prejudiced against one band. Yeah, well, we found the one band and it's just really taken off, you know, but it's good. So Barry, I guess, had time to watch Tessman because he wasn't because Dakota was already in the main. He says, where am I? I? I don't I don't know how I missed it. You're right. Or was that in the main? It was in the main. How, how did you yeah. even see that, Barry? Jeez. But here's here's what Barry's explanation is. Adam got hit by another car while he was racing. He punched it, and Ty landed at the wrong time. They hit head on, and Ty broke. Well, okay. They broke. I mean, he broke. He got hit head on, I guess, by Adam. So that's just wild because he was pretty quick. I mean, not quick enough to beat Dakota, but he was he was pretty quick. So, anyways... Pigeon, thanks for the recap there, Barry. Yeah, thanks, Appreciate Barry. It. Nice talking, uh, Chico. Maybe I'll see you out here someday. I, I think you're full of it. You should get him on your show. I want to, but he said uh, he said we'd talk, and then you know he never talked to me about it. So balls in your court, Baker. Mm. Uh, Barry balls. Wonder if Barry's going to Visions this weekend. Going Put it in the comments, Barry. Are you going to Visions? You're going to Barry. Are you going to Visions, Barry? All right. So um, Visions is this week. So I think we're going to see a much more competitive Visions this year than we saw last year. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a rad race to watch this weekend. Um, all the heavy hitters are there. You know, Wiggins won it last year. Everybody knows that. That was pretty wild and awesome. So we got Wiggins, Fend, Mayfield, Tebow, Lutz, Bornhorse, Rivkin, Tessman, Ogden, Drake, and Fuller, Mason Fuller. So, woo, it's going to be awesome. Well, that is a stacked race. So the, the invite class is actually, you know, not that it wasn't decent last year, but now it's doubly decent. So mm-hmm. someone, you know, more money, money's going to be spread out. Um, I thought it was awesome seeing Jared win that race last year. Um, maybe even somewhat of a, of a breakout type of a race, but, um, the format's cool and it's on TV. So, you know, it's like, hopefully stuff like this takes off, you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I would love to see this race become annually huge where it, it turns into a, something that everyone, you know, waits to see on TV every year. So, um, but yeah, I, you know, it's, 
I think what we're going to see though is because there's money involved, tempers could flare, and and I like that. I like that a little bit at the pro level. Yes, um, pro level for sure. At the pro level, let's not let's not start you know waving money around for the um, the other levels because that the whole point to be a pro is to to have to sacrifice and get to that point. So I think money needs to stay up there, but I hope that all of them start going to that race. Um, and that race turns into something that just gets big. So it will, I mean, yeah, last year was the inaugural year. And then now this year, I'm sure it's going to be bigger and better. Um, I talked to Joey a couple weeks ago and he went out weeks in advance. Um, they changed some stuff. The track's going to be bigger this year than it was last year. So um, that's going to be cool. It's all going to be cool. I did kind of like that size of the track, though, for the for the first one, as far as coverage and everything. And it looked really good. So a little bit bigger track. I know that the driver's stand is going to be a little bit offset now because they're going wide. But obviously, they can't move that driver's stand. That's a really nice driver's stand as well, well built. Yeah. Very heavy, I'm assuming, and unmovable. So they're going a little bit out more towards to uh, where the Try Me track was, I believe. So. It's going to be a little bit farther out on the left-hand side for those guys' vantage point. But I don't know. I think, you know, the whole – any track that's on a hill I think is awesome. You know, like we've got two out here. We've got Thunder Alley, Channel Islands. And just having that elevation just makes the the whole driving experience and vantage viewing of your car and driving so much cooler. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, very good for TV when there's elevation and guys and going up and down and – and whatnot. So yeah, man, I'm excited. That's, that's a cool one. It's got a cool venue. Um, I would say that's the best track on the roster to get, uh, people not in RC, getting eyes on RC people that are kind of in the same, you know, people that like motorsports like RC, it doesn't matter, you know, what size it is. They're still gonna, you know, what's going on, you know, checking yeah. it out. So I think that's a really cool venue, like probably the coolest venue to, to, Get new eyes on it, and um, yeah, man, that's a cool race. I I had signed up to go last year, and um, and I got a RV spot and everything. I I think the the concept is awesome. My my only issue, I I had an issue last year. I couldn't go. I my daughter and her gymnastics schedule right at that, right at the end of it, um, just kind of put me in park. And then this this year I can't go because I've just been gone too long. So I need to be home and do some stuff but i'm definitely gonna be watching this one and um rooting on my guys you know we've got the ultimate yeah. team there the s works team there and um so I'm is, excited Cam about is camden going camden's going joe and spencer are going oh i didn't even see them because i just went off of uh i believe it was circus rc and that was their invite list that they did so the, there's more dudes going that's awesome i'm sorry if i didn't mention you i just was uh wasn't informed enough that you guys were going so good luck to you guys i definitely want to see cole do good I don't know if is Pavitas going to this one. I'm not sure. Um, he might be, but yeah, Pavitas um, and B Rose. Nice. Well, yeah. see, why aren't they being mentioned? They're the I don't know. freaking. They might up not be cover. in the invite. So how does that work if they're you not in the race? Invite? Your, there is one or two people that can race their way in. I think at least one because Camden raced into it last year, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He won. He won some money bumping up from the whatever the I don't know what the the non invite. See, no, actually, he is. didn't bump into the invite, but he won the he won the. Uh, he won money. Yeah, he won he a couple won qualif or the the heats or however they they name they say it, whatever they're classified as on that. 
Yeah. So, sure well, cool. That, that Then there's way more people going than I thought there was going. I thought we were just going to be watching these guys. And uh, whoops. You all right? Yeah, I, I just clicked on our shit on the fuck. <laughs> uh. So for anyone that doesn't know, Chase is a little technologically uh, challenged. And uh, producer Robert over here sometimes has to break in and uh, make sure that he's okay. Yeah, well, we're um, we're getting there. We're getting there, man. We got some lights. We got a microphone. We got some headsets. We got yeah. speakerphones for your microphones, baby. So who knew that you could get all that at Goodwill? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you were able to find it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got... Actually, this is all non-Amazon. I went into Best Buy and got it. Well, so. I appreciate that. I can't say that that's the situation with mine. Well, the whole experience is so much better like this, man. It really is. And hopefully it's better for the viewers. And uh, yeah, because I kind of listened. I played it back the last one we did. And I was like, man, I sound like shit. So this well, is way cooler. That didn't change. You just look better. Uh, what? Huh? <laughs> I still sound like, do I sound? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, Jonah. Thanks oh. for jumping in, dude. You killed it. Great job. Yeah, Jonah killed it for sure. All right. Um, I don't really have much to say about Visions just because it's, it hasn't happened, but I'm excited for it, so I'm not going to keep dwelling on it. I'm going to move forward, and uh, we're going to talk about some other fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, good Is luck to the, everyone down there at, at Visions. That's definitely the biggest thing coming up. But locally, um, SDRC is having a point break race, which is a pretty cool fo format that's coming up. Um, they're going to run it kind of like the Reedy race at this point break race. So it's five rounds of heads up racing nice. to get in there. So that's, that's a pretty cool and different, uh, format for those, for the tent scalers out there. You got anything, uh, going on out your way? Um, wicked weekends like next week or two weeks or something. No, right? wicked weekends, the end of July. Okay. Um, so it's about, uh, almost two months away, six weeks away, I guess. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing really uh, too big going on that I can think of this weekend coming. Um, but I also don't have anything on my calendar on purpose because it's my birthday weekend and I'm spending it with my family. So, well, you got um, the pro am coming up. So, that's in August. Yeah. Yeah. That's hey, I mean, that's, so, that, you further. know, that's a month. I mean, oh. guys got to start getting geared up now if they want to go. So, absolutely. Yeah. And pro am. We're posting more stuff about that uh, at the end of this week actually lucas and i'll be heading up to that venue probably thursday for the day and um go get some pictures video and um you know we'll start start making more announcements and and uh open all that up but yeah i'm excited about the program i i think that's i've been hearing a lot of excitement about it and that excites me so Very we're cool. gonna do everything we can to make it uh, as bitching as possible for sure very cool we got two races coming up at thunder alley there's going to be a top-notch series race coming up at Thunder Alley in like a month or so. And then uh, JBRL, right back-to-back. -back. Two, uh, two of the bigger race series is down here, both at Thunder Alley. They're for their JBRL's third stop. The notch series is second stop. So, yeah, JBRL's not capped. TNS is capped, and it already sold out. So anybody that's wanting to come out from, you know, oh, we get people from Arizona, Vegas, that kind of stuff for those races sometimes. So definitely jump in at JBRL if you haven't, uh, if you didn't make it in the notch series. 
that's badass that the not series sold out i like that they cap it and uh good for them that you know lance is doing that same kind of deal out here i i assume similar and uh it's going real well um for him as well yeah guys i mean you guys anyone want to post up uh, where you're racing in the comments that'd be awesome see where everyone's racing at um you know see what tracks are still pumping out uh competition i mean that's always good i want to see we have a ton of tracks in the Carolinas, so um, there's a on the southeastern uh, racer RC racers um, Facebook page. They they put a weekly forum up. There's at least there's always like eight to ten races a week within a few hours of Central Carolinas. Like you can very cool find tons of racing. So those guys are spoiled, spoiled. Yeah, I uh, think uh, Santa Barbara for. For Channel Islands is about as far as I'll go for a weekender. That's about three hours, three and a half hours for me, but it's so worth it. <laughs> yeah. Everything else, every other track's about an hour from my house. Dirt's like 20, 20, 25 minutes. Thunder Alley's about 30, 40, 40 minutes, and that's about it. Channel Islands looks awesome. I I would love to go there. I, Thunder Alley is, is badass. I've been there a couple times. That's a great track. Yeah, they're both really good, as well as uh, the dirt, obviously. That's our home. That's where we go when we go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But Channel is unreal. Bucket list track for anybody. You have to go there. It's insane. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to. I'll be out there eventually at some point. I know for a fact. Yeah, it's like three minutes from the beach, dude. Uh, you I the, love that, too. Oh, it's nice. I love the The nightlife up. is insane there, too. It's crazy. Oh, boy. I don't know if I need any more of that tell you that right now all right um let's see here do you want to talk about products or crazy wacky not rc news well i think we could bang out these products do you have anything i am i did not bring products to the table today do you have anything that, I mean, was there any spy shots of anything new at the Roar Nats or anything like that? Honestly, that you could was, talk about. There was, there was nothing. Didn't J-Con have a new tire? There was, yeah, there's, there's new tires, but there's really no shots. Okay. Nothing but, to so speak the, about. The, there was at least two new tires, maybe three new tires by them. I don't know. I didn't see them all, but I know I saw one. Um, and I don't know what it's called or anything like that. The, um, but you know, there was there was no buzz like, oh man, you should see what you know that brand's got going on. It 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 was honestly, it was just like everyone figuring out tires, racing their balls off. No one was thinking about new stuff. I I didn't see or hear anything that would have uh, caught my attention. I did not see like a Sparco F8 or anything. No, know, around. So okay. yeah, I I have no idea. All right. I mean, Roach RC said there was a Schumacher prototype e-buggy at Euros. Yes, there was. Um, I saw lots of parts from cars on that car when I saw it today. It's They have to obviously start somewhere, but we kind of get to see a little bit of what they're shooting for now. So that's good. I mean, at least we know kind of the direction that Schumacher is going with their car, and a lot of people can uh, definitely. Yeah, a little peek, in, peek into the end game for whatever that car is going to be. I'm assuming it'll probably be pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it looked pretty much like a pillow ball car. So, um, yeah, it's that, those are hot right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no, nothing crazy product wise. So, what do you got? I know you told me that there's a couple products that you want to 
exposed this this week? Yes. Um, well, first off, the new HB World Spec car is coming out. Should be here soon. I can't wait to get mine. I really need a new car, and the new stuff works very well from what I'm hearing. So I'm excited for that. But um, my first one is Arctic Zipper Lube. Now, as funny as that sounds, I bought a backpack cooler from Arctic so that I could have my beverages on my back and keep my hands free to do stuff. And buying that cooler, they had zipper <laughs> zipper lube for sale. And it's a real thing. Now, I've been bringing it to the track and everybody has OGOs and holler bags and whatnot. And sometimes those zipper get those zippers get a little sticky. So you pick yourself up some of this stuff, slide it on. It's like a, uh, it's like a paste. It's not like a liquid. It's more of a paste type thing. I don't know if you can see that kind of looks like chapstick, but, um, it works really good. And it really, uh, it really revives your zippers. So So, pretty much use it on anything you want. And I, I really like it. I've been handing it out like candy to everybody and I've gotten great reviews because it actually works. It's really cool. So basically, boys, lube your zippers. Yes. Lube your zippers. Yep. So that's uh, that's one for sure. So definitely go on Arctic. I know it's not supporting really the hobby, but it's going to help out your OGOs and uh, things like that work a little bit smoother when they get sticky. So that's cool. All right. Yep. Second that's a product. Good, useful product, though. Like that's that's even good for like your trout, you know, your travel bag for your airplane or your anything if you play uh softball or baseball or anything you got a, a bag you know you anything that's got a sticky zipper man zip it slap up. that slap that stuff on there and it'll work better than new guaranteed it'll work better than when you got it lube it yeah right, i don't know what the right. lifespan is on the stuff but i'm definitely gonna get me some i've been digging it so um second one up i was kind of cruising through circus rc today just looking for new stuff and i came <laughs> Jump the gun there, but hey, it's there. It's on the uh, it's on the screen, ladies and gentlemen. That is Wild Willie's fuel fragrance. So, if you want to make your car exhaust, your generator exhaust, your <laughs> nitro buggy exhaust smell like your ex girlfriend, they have a fragrance for you, and your car will. I, I don't know. I've never tried this stuff, but it's a thing. We gotta we gotta get some, dude. Let's yeah. We're going to order some of this in and test this. This will be a tested product. They have 60 different scents. (laughs) 60. So I wrote down some of them. Um, Where did I write them down? Yeah, we've got bubble gum, cotton candy, Fruit Loops, grape, X, and ex-girlfriend. Ex-girlfriend stood out. Can you zoom in on that, Robert? They really have a fragrance. I don't know what an ex-girlfriend is supposed to smell like. Probably just heartache. (laughs) I don't know how they bottled heartache in a bottle, but, uh, Oh man. Yeah. You got that. So there you go. Bam. It is a thing. Hilarious dude. Yeah. So that was, someone says the fruit loop one smells great. Really? So people are using these in the wild. Yeah. The Anthony Wheeler says, uh, got pina colada. Another guy has grape. It smells so good. Awesome. It's like these guys. It smells like a freaking, a sandals resort in the Bahamas (laughs) over there. (laughs) But Hey, 
like, I, dude, if you what? got a generator running into your into your stuff or whatever, I'm sure. I mean, I bet it helps. Can you, know? you imagine being in the pits at a place with high vape volume and guys running these different coconut and fucking oh, rainbow smells in there? Like, wow. This, hey, they're putting smell good in their freaking nitro, dude. Like, so how just, awesome. I mean, hopefully there's like directions, like the mixture. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't you, know. you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to overdo it. You don't want to overdo it. I'm going to look at all sure. 60 smells and I'm going to get the one that is the most heinous and crazy that you would don't want to smell. And I want to see if it smells like you that. have to get ex-girlfriend. I'm going to get that one. We'll get another one too, but we are definitely. Could you getting... imagine like somebody driving by and going, that dude's car smells amazing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's literally freaking vape juice for fucking RC cars, dude. Like, wow. Oh, well, that, those are my two products. Uh, hopefully they help you out or at least entertain you guys a little bit. So I love that's it. that. I love it. And uh, I think I am definitely going to order some in. So thank you for finding that. That's, yeah. uh, that's one of those uh, ones that... Uh, you don't know that you can't live without until you know it exists. There you go. That's that. Page one. Done. All right. Well, I am going to, I'll start with the uh, crazy, not RC news then. How about that? Um, now, I'm going to preface this. Robert, don't don't screw up my shit like you just did his. All right. <laughs> I'm going to preface this by saying that when when I asked Robert, when Chase and me and Robert were on the pre-meeting right before uh, we went live, and uh, and I was like, Robert, what do you think of my um, my two pieces of news I got? And Robert says, Well, the one with the car. And before I said before he said any more, Chase is like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I already knew what that one was, and I wasn't going to do that one because everyone's already seen it. So I'm going to still do it anyways because it's rad. And even if you have seen it you're probably going to still laugh your ass off. So, um, but yeah, so and down in highway in Georgia, uh, just happened to be a tow truck stop. And uh, he had the ramp, the back, uh, what is it? What do they call those? A roll up or a rollback? Had the rollback uh, laid down and was getting ready to um, start pulling a car in. And this car comes in probably doing. Had it been 80 at least. At least. At least. And uh, Robert, show these people what this car did at at least 80. You got to hit play. If you haven't seen this yet, you have been working too much and not been on the Internet. Yeah. So, hey, hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, how you guys doing? Oh, oh, fucking sent it. Duke's a hazard, man. Chick from Sarasota, Florida, 21 years old, said, that looks awesome. I'm going to fucking ramp it. <laughs> What's crazy is those <laughs> trucks, like, normally have, like, a nard, like, you know, steel plate in the front to stop that from happening. So that guy must have had to just blow through that thing. Yeah. I mean, that car... At launched. the cab, you know, so the, the driver yeah. would be safe if something happened. So that thing just later, dude. 
No, that that freaking thing launched. So that was a uh, very send it moment. And when I saw that on the news, I, I guess if everyone saw it and I don't uh, watch the news very much or, you know, get a lot of it from anywhere, I just don't do that. So when I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's my kind of video right there. Somebody needs to do an edit with the Dukes of Hazard horn when it's in the air. Yeah. <laughs> that's some that, banjo and shit. That needs that for sure. Yeah. I mean, everybody's thought about doing it. Like, oh my God. Somebody's got to do that. So, well, you know, I've seen a lot of those type of videos where they do the exact same thing on roundabouts. You oh, yeah. They just blow through the middle and yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, for sure. And toll booths. People blow through a lot of toll booths and fun stuff happens. Yeah. Those ones are a little scarier. <laughs> like, yeah. people, but yeah, um, there's, a, there's a lot of pedestrians running around those things. Yeah, for sure. All right, so my other um, kind of... How about of I do wild... mine, and then you go back to yours? Whatever. Are you... I'm just saying. Yeah, no, no, no. Get a little, little altered <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. You definitely go. I got to eat a piece of ice and get cotton mouth or some shit. Okay, so mine, my first one is... Now, I pretty much just Google weird, weird things. You good over there? Okay, so a 41-year-old Dutch man was banned from donating sperm because he's fathered between 500 and 600 children (laughs) in Dutch. I don't know where Dutch is. It just says he's a Dutch man. So I don't know if there's like a Dutchensville (laughs) or what. So... It's been court ordered for him to destroy, or the court has ordered for the the bank, the jizz bank, to destroy all of his remaining sperm because there's a lawsuit because the children have fear of incest in this town because damn near every kid in this town was fathered by this dude. (laughs) (laughs) There's five or six hundred of them documented. His oh my kids. God, dude. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he made so, a living off of it. And oh, he's giving yeah. his living back. I mean, he's he's well, I think yeah. you know, I think <laughs> I think when you do that, you sign away, you you, you don't have to pay or do anything. It's not like no. child support or anything like that. So no, nothing but, like that. Jeez, he made a living, dude. Five hundred. Oh, for sure. I don't even know what you get. If there's anybody watching that knows how much you get per don- donation, please yeah. put that in the comments because that could yes. be a solid slide hustle. <laughs> <laughs> and also, this is the, the Netherlands. That's where, that's where they speak. That's about. where Dutch is? Yeah. In the Netherlands. Holy shit. Yeah, he was ripping his Netherlands. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, look. <laughs> Ten bucks? That's but it. he goes 40 times a week. Wow. So first, I mean, that's only 500 or 600 kids. So there, I mean, that doesn't mean that he only went in there five or 600 times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, wow. <laughs> 10 bucks. That's it. Wow. 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 That yeah, seems well, pretty low. That seems listen, pretty low to be the creator of life. Listen, you if know? you can, if you can do OnlyFans, you can do you can have 500 kids. I mean, it's just part of it. Yeah. Imagine just walking in and everybody knows you by name. Smith. Hey, Hey Bob. Hey Bob. <laughs> Back Smith. again, huh? 
Yeah, just a Tuesday, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, what you got next? All right, so I found this one to be very, very interesting. A three-year-old lab shepherd mix from Louisiana named Zoe just became the world record holder of all things dog, I guess, for the longest tongue. You know what? As I was cruising through my stuff, I seen that. And that was very impressive. That was a long, long tongue. Robert. You have a picture of that? Yes. Look at that tongue. Look at that tongue. World record. This dog now holds the Guinness World Record. They said the tongue. I guess they only measure it from like the outside of the the mouth. Okay. So it's actually off the the mouth cliff there. Look at that slow-mo, dude. (laughs) Look at how many shots they got of this thing. (laughs) That's incredible. It's like a frog dog. (laughs) That's impressive. Look at that. All right. Thank you for that. Magical. Magical. They say it's longer longer than a Coke can. So I assume that's from outside the mouth because (laughs) that thing's almost twice the length of (laughs) a Coke can. Wow. wow, that's great. So are the the labs known for having long tongues or is this just a magical lab? Um I don't know. I mean it's a lab shepherd. So, you know, okay. it could have come from either side of the uh, bank. Shepherds definitely got some tongues on them. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, labs labs are hunting dogs. They they've got tongues, but Yeah. That You know what I learned the other day is the reason like. why dogs ears go in and out like this? It's it's gonna sound dumb, but it's to to hear better. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) it was something. It like wafts. No, no, actually wafts the scent to their nose. That's what it was. Oh, so they do this, and it's like. You know? <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. World record dog <laughs> tongue length. That was That's mine. a good one. Those are good ones, Brent, for sure. Okay. Definitely good. Thanks. Better than last week. I appreciate for sure. that. Okay, I'm going to end our non-RC world news with... Now, I got caught on the tagline of this one. The <laughs> 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 I got caught. I got clickbaited, okay, because the okay. headline said, Pablo Escobar's cocaine hippopotamus is dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I got to click on this and find out about this freaking drug-running hippopotamus, okay? That's funny. He wasn't a drug-running hippopotamus, but Pablo Escar- Escobar's cocaine hippopotamus was killed by an SUV in Colombia he was just just doing hippo <laughs> shit, I guess. He's got like a ton of hippopotamuses that he bought because he's got all kinds of random animals. And apparently hippos just run wild in Colombia. Nothing to do with cocaine, but the headline got me. <laughs> I'm thinking they're going to, this this hippo gets hit by a car and then it just like. Burst with cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not the case. Just a regular old hippo. Oh, man. But uh, it was Pablo Escobar's 
hippopotamus. So wow. sad day for a hippopotamus. Oh man! But his dad was famous. All right. Wow. <laughs> so that's that. Ooh. Okay. You got anything else before I release the the Kraken? I think that's about it. Cause uh, we're gonna take some call-ins now. Yeah, now would now would kind of be the time, don't you think? I think it's perfect time. All right. I think well, you might need to drop a <laughs> drop a commercial. You know, we take a minute here. Oh, you want to do sort. that? Yeah, right. let's drop a commercial. Let's come back to some callers. So dial in toll free. You will be live on the Wheel and Trigger podcast. Right live. after this commercial. Quality. Precision. Passion. For servos, batteries, and fuel, go to NitroProRacing.com. Oh, yeah. Man, Nitro, Nitro Pro. got some banger beats in theirs, too, as well. Yeah, awesome. you, need to work, you need to work on your shit. Well, you made mine, so... That's probably why it's garbage. Yeah. But anywho. All right. That so commercial is perfect time to take a leak. Yeah. That, that does was, work. Good work job, well Nitro that. Pro. Good job, Nitro Pro. All right. So <clears throat> let's see. Sounds like he's getting somebody on. Now, I uh all I gotta say is you do not have to talk RC if you guys call up here. Just don't say anything that we can't just don't say anything terrible. Yeah. Maybe just pretend like your grandma's in the room or something and let's keep it pretty PG 13. Let's not go too wild. <clears throat> if we did, I'm sure we have the ability to cut you off. So don't get cut off. Okay. I think he's getting ready to put somebody through. Let's see what we got here. <clears throat> You got it. Who do we got? Let's go, Robert. Let's go, Robert. Let's go, Robert. Let's go. Man, I had three Angus beef chili cheese dogs from Winter Schnitzel today. Holy and I think I need to drink some of that wild Willie's juice because <laughs> my exhaust, <laughs> my exhaust is firing right now. Oh boy. <laughs> Collar, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, Jesus. I want to know how many times I've got to call this freaking phone line to get through to the show that I sponsor. Oh, how many times did it take you to get in? You're in. 
three times. I should have like a bat line, a direct bat line. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you on spend, that. One. Spend a little bit more money to have one put in in my studio and you got it. Wow. If they knew how much I was spending. <laughs> well, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. Clearly, so up, clearly neither do you. Yeah. Whoa. Right now, right now, I'm about $2,400 a minute. That's I like a lot. it. I like it a lot. So let's keep them yeah, on for another 10 minutes, yeah. guys. Yeah, exactly. 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 So how oh was, uh, didn't, didn't oh, you just get back from some, uh, some overseas trip or something? Yeah, I was in Israel for, uh, for a week and a half. Nice. Awesome. Looked awesome. Visiting the motherland. I want to go there. Next time, take me. We should definitely, we should definitely go sometime. It, it is, uh, it is a, it is definitely a special place. I want to go back. I'm actually drinking some whiskey that I got from there, which is nice. surprisingly, I'm pretty, I'm pretty astute on my whiskeys. I, I, I have a good collection, and this is one of the nicest ones that I've gotten. It's made in Israel, so very, awesome. uh, you know, they they've got the agriculture there that's out of this world. I mean, to find a, a group of people that can grow the kind of stuff that they grow in the middle of a desert is so what insane. what does it take to to make whiskey in israel uh it just depends on what type well it just depends if you're making like a bourbon or if you're making if you're making a rye it's you're really just your mash so generally like a rye is going to be more of a corn mash and um and your bourbons are going to have um, a little bit more sugar, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be a little bit sweeter. Um, but you know, that's, that's most traditional bourbons are, are, are corn mash. Right. On. And you know, the fermenting process and, and what kind of barrels they put them in is, is really, is really kind of the key, uh, you know, the key to making it, you know, whatever the end result is going to be. Bitches. Well, <clears throat> thank you for but that yeah, lesson. Very, Maybe very, you can very, 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 very Maybe you can bring some for a uh, a sip at uh, I won't tell nobody at Wicked Weekend. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure, for sure. I'll bring. I'll, I'll I'll definitely bring some. You know, I'm all about bringing party favors. I like the the whiskey. So what's up, dude? What what did you really call <laughs> that, to? That's uh, not the only one you like. Let's what, not be coy here, Brad. What what did you really <laughs> call about, Drew? You 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 have you've got to have called because you're too wound up just to call for casual conversation. Oh, I mean, dude, I've got I've got a litany of things. I just don't want to. I don't want to take the show over. We still got to do our will and trigger. Um, I've been saying you can come up anytime. But, you know, to sit down. I want to really. I really want to find out how they bottled whore and made it a scent. Oh, he's talking. <laughs> he's talking is that the ex-girlfriend? Yeah. I oh, mean, we, yeah. we definitely need to, yeah. to get to the bottom come, of this come, scent. Come to find out, come to find out when she's got an only fan and it is a, and she's a frequent traveler. That's AKA for I fuck for money. Right Pretty on. Much. So much. it probably smells like yeah. I did you know banana and, and, boat. And it was funny because like my friend, my friend hooked me up, and we spent you know 
eight months, almost a year going pretty hard at it. And I was like, and then they were like, oh yeah, you didn't know this. And I was like, no, nah, man, I didn't know. And it would have been nice if you would have told me. <laughs> I'm so no. lost right now. Yeah, I don't even, I don't <laughs> no even know what's going where to, on, where to, dude. Where to, where to, yeah, I mean, it's. But I really like the speechless. fact that th- you're telling stories, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm all, I, I've got, I've got, <laughs> like, I mean, you know, the ta- the tagline, Cadillac of Amelby on freaking lefties thing is, you know, yeah. Yeah, you didn't hear the, in his intro? Was me talking about the Cadillac anal beads when I was coming back from a race? No, no. All right, I'll, I'll give you the context. So, all right. So, if you remember, I used to have the Matco van, and before, um, or no, I didn't have the Matco van. Before it was the, the Matco box van. van, I had the you know, like the U-Haul box truck. Yep. And the guy tagged it. I was at Sumter for a race. And the guy's tagged it with free candy on the side of it. <laughs> and nice. so I'm coming back from, from a Sumter race. And the thing's got free candy, lefty for president, like all this shit tagged on the side of it. The car, the, the truck had caught on, not mind you, the truck had caught on fire going to P&B like a couple weeks before. So like half of them was burnt up. So I'm, I'm driving back. I'm driving back from Sumter and I get tired and I pull off on the side of the road into an empty lot off of, off of 95. Um, and the, I, I wake up to these cops banging on my door, uh, on the door. And, and, and I'm like, what do you want? And they're like, Hey, you can't be here. And then they started questioning me because I've got like free candy and all on the, painted on the side of this shady box truck and you're alone and so i'm alone by myself okay so the cop starts you know the cop starts grilling me and he was like yeah you know we deal with a lot of sex traffickers and all this stuff and i was like how many sex traffickers are in a van that say free candy on the side of it like you think they'd be a little bit more discreet and so he starts yeah. grilling me and then i start getting mad just like now you're accusing me of, you know, sex trafficking minors. And like, I'm just trying to sleep. He's like, woken me up. I'm already tired. I'm already mad. And he was like, Hey, well, what do you, do you know anything about these anal beads on the uh, outside of your, outside your van? And I was like, what are you talking about? And sure as shit, there was a fucking key handle with anal beads on this, like sitting in this empty lot. It was like had a LCD screen on it, and like you know, I could only assume it came with multiple functions. Wow! And so, like, I'm sitting here. I'm like, now what do I do? Like, literally, this thing so sitting right were here. Were you like, I've those aren't mine? Ready to paint it on the side of my. Yeah, those aren't mine. Those aren't mine. So I was I like, swear. listen, you can search the car. I gave the dude. I gave the dude my pistol. I was like, you know, I'm armed. I got a license. Here you go. You're more than welcome to the search. But I was like, after that, dude, I'm done. Like, I was just sitting here sleeping. You're accusing me of all this stuff. You've got the Cadillac anal beads sitting next to my fucking truck. I'm sure you planted it. Because I'm like, then I started asking the guy, like, how do you know, like, this is like a, this is like the hub for, you know, for, for sex traffickers. I'm like, it's a 
abandoned <laughs> bank parking lot on the side of 95. Robert, you have got to, you, you, you have got to start vetting these guys better, dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no reason. One hell of a story, Drew. <laughs> that we should have talked about anal beads this long. First go, we show, even did a, like a disclaimer. <laughs> hey, I never thought we would. We would. I never. Oh, I never thought we would. We would even have a disclaimer. But it's funnier that we had a disclaimer and then Drew called and dropped the anal bead story on us. Like, <laughs> come on now. Oh, Drew. Good stuff, Drew. When are you coming to California? I mean, listen, dude, I'm 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 here for rating. You're... I'm not here for a long time. I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, but five minutes ago you just said we lost five viewers. Now we've lost twenty-five viewers. So thank you for your ratings. <laughs> that you're, you're... <laughs> Hey, yeah, some little kid just begged his mom. Some little kid just begged his mom to be able to stay up and watch this show, and now he can never watch it again. <laughs> He'll never be able to watch it again. <laughs> oh, you ruined his whole summer, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Oh, my God. He's going to get so grounded. He's so grounded. Dang gnats freaking me up in here. All now, right, there's uh, a mom explaining to his son what those are right now. What, the handle beads? Yeah, <laughs> the multifunctional inhaler. <laughs> yeah. No, like I'm talking about just not your not your regular rope. Like this thing was like literally like a D handle. It had a D handle with like buttons and a screen. It was cra- I never seen anything like it. It had I mean they had to be a hundred bucks. Like it's not just something you like leave laying around, especially like in an abandoned parking lot. Somebody is definitely missing those things. Oh yeah, for sure. Drew. Well, congratulations uh, yeah. on your collaboration with J and T and your servos. That's pretty big news. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, is that is are you seeing? Um, are you getting to see some more guys? You know, we we wanted to do a thing where you know Brent is Brent's our our number one like homegrown website. Like we you know we're, we haven't ventured out beyond that. We're really. You know, we're really, really happy with 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 the pace that we've been able to keep up with uh, with DHRC, and so it was really nice to kind of say, hey, you know, we had a free up with Wally going back to Associated, and you know, needing to run the Reedy stuff. So we had we had a spec servo because we're not we don't want to over inundate people when they come to the website to to find things, and so freeing up that that spec of servo, which was a really popular one was really nice and it ended up having to be uh a, with a little tweaking the one that one that tyler wanted so uh it was really great because i know we had a we had a lot of trouble pushing out into into the west coast area especially with with chris nelson and and all the pnr and not wanting to be you know not, not wanting to be a the uh, issue with uh, team guys and stuff like that. So it was really nice to be able to get something together with um, uh, with, with Tyler for sure. So hopefully we'll get to see some more of our, our product via Tyler um, uh, through you know uh, through JT variants. That was that was pretty much goal. There's no the only Nitro Pro on is this on the bottom to say hey if you've got any warranty issues you come to us and. And with the Tyler Servo, we've we've upped our warranties. Twelve months, no hassle. Literally, anything happens, your car catches on fire. Your your wife gets mad at you and runs over your car. 
whatever it is, we're going to replace the servo, no questions asked. One thing to add to that for the people that are listening that are into or want to try one if they haven't yet, um, it's not just like sending it back to Nitro Pro and getting it back. You can Any dealer that has them should be able just to swap it out and then Nitro Pro re, re, reimburse them. So it's uh, definitely yeah, a yeah, great yeah, warranty exactly, program. Absolutely. All of our, yeah, our, all of our dealers, we have a small network. Um, we've done, we've done really good on being able to, I think, price ourselves, uh, competitively, especially for the quality of product that we have in, in the dealer, uh, the hobby shop gets a really, really good margin. So if you guys got anybody who's interested in carrying them, uh, local hobby shops, they get really, really good margins. And, and, and we want to do that because we want to keep the hobby shops open because at the end of the day, um, you know, places like Beach RC, even a main, you know, even these bigger names, but all the local hobby shops, um, being able to, you know, make some money on, on the product, you know, it's, it's really, really big for them. So, uh, it's been really good for, for us, uh, as far as, as far as sales are concerned and to be competitive and still be (laughs) under the mark of where all these other companies are going and also be able to offer the dealers something that they can, that they can make, uh, make some good money on. Well, bitchin', thanks, Drew. Thanks for your time. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, have a yeah, good night, man. Absolutely. Carve out a little bit of time to drive up right, to uh, to the studio. We'll do that podcast. Yeah, I will. I will. I'll call you. I'll call you. I'm going down to Florida for the week um, tomorrow, and uh, I'll be back. But I'll I'll call you sometime this week, and we'll we'll set something up so I can uh, head up to Myrtle Beach and and chop it up with you before the pro-am because uh, I'm really excited about that and excited about talking about it and hearing some more about it. Well, I'm, I'm excited for you to be a partner of it and, and sponsor of all this and helping me out, man. I really appreciate it. And I believe in the product myself. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, uh, I, I like to push the stuff yeah. that I believe in and your servos are, are definitely good. So right, well, I don't know about you, you but your servos are pretty good. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I might not be I'm a I'm a I'm a terrible human being. Uh, I've got a good heart and I and I know how to run a business. <laughs> Very awesome. The rest of it is all a mess. Yeah, the rest <laughs> of it is all a mess. All, all right, right brother. Guys, you have well, a good night. Thanks. Have a good night, Brent. I mean Suck it. <laughs> True. All right, next caller. <laughs> Who we got there? Hey, read read that comment right there, dude. <laughs> Yeah, my wife came in and was like, "What are you watching?" I love it. <laughs> it's an RC trigger. show, dude. Come on, Billy, tell her. All right, here's the number. Call in. Got any questions for Chase or me, or maybe even Robert, the producer? He's kind of a mystery. No one really ever gets to see him. We we should have a Robert Cam that um, clicks onto him when she he might not want that, and maybe we just keep him a mystery. You know, like okay. like like that that guy that has the big disco ball on his head when he, when he DJs. Yeah. Marshmallow. Yeah, I mean, Mar- just like that dude. That's a square. You know? Yeah. So we just, whatever. We just go ahead and keep him a mystery. And maybe people ask him questions. Maybe, maybe people want to get to know him better. I'm sure they do. Anybody got any questions for Robert? Please call in right down there. He is he is putting someone through here in just a second. I can I can hear him do it. I just I didn't want to give y'all radio silence while he's uh over there on the court. You know how they like pull <laughs> back in the day they're like 
Hey, for Colin, how can I help you? Please hold. You know, like that's what he's doing right now. He's like plugging in wires and all kind of stuff. So nice. I'm just nice. excited we have another caller. <laughs> Fireball scent. You see that? I like it. I like it a lot. The cinnamon shredder. Fireball scent. Uh oh. Whoever's on the phone, you got to turn off your uh, monitor or turn it down. We definitely have a new caller. Can you hear me? Caller. Who do we got on the line? What up? What up? Who is What's this? What's up, dude? <laughs> Can you get it's Nick from TZO. What's up, bro? Yeah. Oh, what's up, dude? What up, Nick? Uh, what's cracking, dog? Que pasa, my gringo amigo? That should say Nick from TZO on there. Can you please adjust his uh, <laughs> his name? Yeah, I can, ba- I can barely hear you guys. You guys are wild. You're wild. You're the wildest, low-key, low the wildest dude there is. I mean, I turn I turn on the TV and you guys are talking about anal bees and shit. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that one was just, uh, we caught us, caught us both a little off guard there. And we kind of just, you know, we're not just going to stop the show. <laughs> <you know? laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you know, for you there to, we go. I mean just for you just to tune in right then, that was a um opportunistic time for you to get involved. So what do you you got any stories about those uh like T handle style anal beads? Actually, no, never mind. No, I don't no. want to hear any more no, about I don't play with those. I don't want to hear any more about it. What are you doing, man? It, isn't it past your bedtime? It's like seven o'clock out there. No, I don't go to bed till like two in the morning. No, nah, he's he's on the he's on the phone. When we're sleeping like little babies, he's on the phone making moves, doing stuff. Yep, Nick is the moves, hardest baby. working man in RC. So what do you got coming out? Don't you got something you can get any like secrets, any, uh, any breaking news? Uh, yeah, we got a special tire coming out. Cole Ogden design. It's called the 501. It's a, East Coast tire, I would say. That's uh, Cole's been asking for, so he designed it, and uh, coming out pretty soon here. Very yeah. cool. Well, that, very, that's what I wanted cool. to hear. I like it. Very yeah. cool. Got got some got some secrets for you guys. You should have hit me up when I was all white white girl white clawed out when we were partying. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll squeak those secrets out of you when you fly out here to do the podcast with me. Nice. That's another one. That was a good time. Yeah, I had a good time at Nats with you. That was fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I saw one glimpse of you guys guys when uh, Cody FaceTimed me in the house when you guys were all hanging out, and you guys looked like you were definitely having a good time. Oh, that 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 house was uh, the fire department should have came over because that house was up in smoke. You know what I mean. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know I was gonna sleep on the couch with Cheech and Chong in the next room. <laughs> I think he's referring to uh, TJ and Daniel. Some, yeah, some other boys that uh, were staying with us as well. Yeah. Well, awesome, they, man. They should, they should change their name to 
they, they should change their name to True Green, not True Form. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it like? Did, it's already I know taken. That you, I know that you drove up with Cody up there. What was it like spending? How long did it take to drive up there, first of all? Uh, we left, I think, Tuesday night. We put in about four or five hours and then stopped at some random ghetto hotel that was actually pretty nice. And uh, passed out, woke up early, made some phone calls, and jetted out and got there about 2 o'clock, I think. But it was chill. We were just yapping away, all cracked out on monsters. Nice. Out. Did he get car sick? I know he gets car sick pretty easy. No, no, no he didn't. He didn't. Perfect. He, <laughs> you know how in, my, in the Panda, I always have a, a, a trash, like a Homer bucket in the middle? Because I just throw my trash away in there. Like everybody thinks it's a dumb idea until they actually have something to throw away. Well, we were on our way back from, I think it was, I think we were in Bakersfield and he got car sick and threw up all in my trash can one time. Cody. Come on, Brody Robson. Maybe you weren't, you weren't pulling over enough for a cigarette break. He needed a yeah. cigarette every five minutes. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't smoke, he's, he gets car sick. <laughs> well, right on, man. Yeah. Well, cool. Are you uh, you going to obviously be at probably the Notch Series and JBRL and all that stuff? What's next for you? Yeah. Yeah, we'll be out there supporting all the local drivers, having a good time, drinking some CL. And for those of you that don't know Nick personally, Nick is an assassin. That guy can wheel. So watch out. If he's coming to your town, Nick will probably beat you. Especially when he's on the White Claws. Oh, down with those. <laughs> <laughs> they drove all the way up from... All right, homies, so I was just calling... I you guys drove up from Calif uh, SoCal with the uh, them, them California cracks, those uh, them, them monsters. The Christian crack. <laughs> The monsters. Christian crack. <laughs> we drink them like water <laughs> out here, man. Left the, glass, left the glass pipe at home. Got a black can. Nice. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> All right, buddy. I was just calling in and say what up. You guys have a good show. I'm digging it. I'll smell you guys later. Yeah, brother. Thank you. Later, Nick. Later, Nick. Uh, uh, well, we... He needs to stop stealing dial-up from his neighbor's phone or whatever. He <laughs> yeah, he's doing. probably on Come some on, Nick. Mexican calling card or something. Dude. I saw you on the phone so much at Nationals. There's no way that every time you talk to somebody, it was like, yeah, I, 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 come on. Yeah. Oh, hey, <laughs> he called in. That's awesome. Nick from TZO is watching. That's funny. Yeah, dude, we had, we had some uh, good times. Um, we all went out to the bar, so we didn't really talk about this when I was talking about uh, nationals. But um, so we all go. When I say we all, it's uh, pretty much the house race guys. Right? The some house. S, well, it was the house, but there was more people. There was like S Works team. There was some uh, HB team. There's uh, they were just from all over the place. Anyway, we we went out with a pretty big group and we went bar hopping. That Chico's a college town. We only did this one night, but we ended up at this country bar that has a bull. And <laughs> I seen a video. <laughs> Tim, Tim Lyon was like, rah, 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 I'll ride it if you ride it. Rah, rah, rah. And, and so we're kind of like, rah, 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 rah. Yeah, go ride it, Tim. 
and um <laughs> nick was just loving watching big ass bald white man tim on that bull <laughs> trying to hang on for more than a few seconds and he actually held on longer even though it was kind of a sissy ride you know the controller he or whoever that was could have flung him off quick but he he let him i don't know if he paid him off because we all had bets on him how long yeah. he would last scott heckard actually ended up winning that deal he went 7.6 seconds on that bull that's a pretty long time named rainbow so you know i mean if if he could do it I'm pretty sure both of us could have done it as well. So, dude, the last time I've I've been on a couple of those things, and the last time a, I was on one, I've got a very special caller. Is this serious? I don't know who it is. Obviously, we'll put him through. Put him through. Jesus Christ! This is all. Welcome to the Will and Trigger Hotline. You're live. Wait, give it a second. It's it's taking a second to sync up. All right. All right, you're live, caller. <laughs> All right, yo, 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 how y'all doing? We're on sugar. Oh, hey, man. John from Arizona. How y'all doing today? Hey, good. John from Arizona. Uh, what's happening, you, dude? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Have so, y'all heard about the uh, Las Vegas alien that is on the movie? Was that the one where the cop caught the UFO crashing? On his body cam? No, it's the one where the it's the one where they found it in this guy's backyard. Really? Tell us more. Yeah, tell yeah, me all about this it. Guy, like uh, <laughs> this guy, um, in his backyard, he came out running, and he's like, "There's an alien in my backyard," and everyone's like freaking out, and like <laughs> all the cops and everything. You see, that was like like across the street. From my Airbnb, I went to my cousin's wedding that day. And, you know, John, I've got my finger on the hang-up button, brother. Hold on, it was across the street. Right, right. Would you say you were earlier that day? So you oh. were about a hundred yards from an actual alien encounter. Hell yeah, brother! I was a hundred yards from an alien encounter. When, out of control. Is that? How long ago was this? Out of control. It was real out of control. This was like last week. Dang. I wonder if he was just trying to he got lost going to the alien jerky in Baker. (laughs) Sorry, what's that? You know how they have the alien beef jerky in Baker where the world's largest thermometer is? I bet he was just trying to get there. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is good. (laughs) What was funny is that there was a there was a costume party down the street that very thing that night. (laughs) And there was also like people dressed up as aliens. So you see like masks and masks and stuff. And as I was walking down, yeah. If you're not like, an alien, like, you have to dress up as an alien. <laughs> you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this this guy, like this guy who was dressed up as an alien, handed me something y'all were talking about. He handed me some anal beads. No way. And what would be called a. Uh, a, a bad did they, did they, I'm not sure what that's for. I gave it to. Did they say Drew Singer's mm-hmm. angle beads in Sharpie on them? Because he's looking for those. No, no, no. They cl- they claimed it was the the same one that that chess guy used. That's crazy, man. Those things oh, get around. In the, in the chess <laughs> that's crazy, brother. 
So, John, yeah, I thought... I sold them on eBay. I got about $2,000 from it. You sold the <laughs> you sold the anal beads on eBay? That's like 50 bucks a bean. Bead, man. That's pretty good. No, they sell for more. They sell for more. Really? What's the what's the market like yeah, on those that, things right now? Uh, also, <laughs> what's the bead market like? Oh, <laughs> um, it depends on the brand. You see, okay. like, if you want that primo, that primo, <laughs> the primo ones, like I'm talking like with Bluetooth wireless, like that's easy going to set you back like about five hundred. Wow, that's pretty pricey. <laughs> Thank you for that, that knowledge, but that uh, is pretty pricey. It's out of my price range. So, John, do you live? Were you born and raised in Arizona? And I want to know how many aliens you have officially seen. I have, I am born and raised in the old state of Arizona, but I have never seen an alien in my life. Man. Only, only when I went to that costume, only when I, when I went to that costume party, that's when, that's when I saw an alien. It was a person though. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Um, well, I mean, don't give up your dream, man. Is this what you're you're really going for? Is is alien encounters, or are you just stoked that you might just catch one at Seven Eleven one day? You know what? I I think I might just find one in the Seven Eleven bathroom. Now, there's a difference between an actual there's an actual difference between alien jerky. And then going out for some alien jerky. You know what I mean? Don't, know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jerking my chain, John. Oh, I know you know shit. some aliens. The alien jerk. The alien jerk goes hard in that 7-Eleven. Dude, Next what is this guy? At like, 9 o'clock on a Sunday. I want to know. I wanna, I'm taking that guy to lunch. I got to yeah. figure out who he is first. Dude, last what did he? The last time we did this, he said something wild. He That's said why he's gonna blow Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a fan, dude. Yeah, he's yeah. a Blink fan. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, thanks for calling. Oh, trigger. Who's this? Your mic's on there, big boy. All right, did we let got John go? Call in next week, John. Look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean at this point now I just want to know what he's like I'm I I actually am looking forward to him going back just because I want to know. <laughs> you know the next time he calls in we got to get like one of those like really grainy like photos of an alien so yeah. when he calls in it says John from Arizona and yeah. it's like this alien picture. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I love it. All right, we got somebody coming through here shortly. Well, it's only 7.30. So what time is it out there? Hey, who are we talking with? This guy's name is Computerated Drafting. (laughs) I'm on? Yeah. Yeah, you're on. (laughs) Caller. Caller. Uh, Well, he spelled my name wrong. Is it Chad? Kate. Oh, Kate. (laughs) Kate, what's up, Kate? How's it going? Kate from Georgia. (laughs) Is this, it's uh, going, it's going. Um, Roach RC, Cade? Uh, I want... Yep, Roach RC, Cade. What's up, dude? Not much. Uh, just wondering, like, hey, what is that last guy on, and can I have at least seven of them? 
Yeah, dude. Um, we are number one. I have no idea who it is, so I'm trying to figure that out by his voice. And number two, he definitely <laughs> brings a a different tone of uh, smile and happiness when I when I hear him say stuff because it's so off the wall. I I feel like we're I mean, well. We're, sorry, I feel like we're just. I feel like we're kind of starting to get to know him and breaking him out of his mold. So here's what we know about John from Arizona so far. He wants to blow Blink-182. He likes Blink-182. He meets aliens in 7-Eleven bathrooms. He goes to costume parties. And he knows what his neighbors are doing. Yeah, It's true. We do know that. We, we're, we're figuring it out as we go. But also, on the topic of... I'm going back a little bit. Of the, You're not the going back to anal sperm beads. bank. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm not going back to anal beads. I'm going back to sperm bank. Okay. Because <laughs> I was curious about how much money this dude made, right? So in the uh, Netherlands, if for every single visit that you go to a sperm donation or donating bank, you get 200 euros or the equivalent of 200 bucks. All right. So and that's you pretty hired at least 300 kids. Or 300 to 400 to 500 kids. So he's made at, at minimum $60,000 to most $120,000. That's incredible. So dude's paid off his mortgage by uh, reading yep. some magazines and uh, having kids he oh, doesn't he have to pay for. That's not going to pay for rent. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. He's he lives in the Netherlands. That's not gonna pay for rent. <laughs> well, that's just because it's his, it's his slide hustle. Slide. <laughs> that's true. Slide of hand. It is his slide hustle. It'll pay for gas to get him home. Yeah. But also, um, this next question is a little bit RC related, believe it or not. All right, here we go. Um. So I'm doing a video on like I already did a video on budget and scale racing, right? And people wanted me to do a scale racing. Can you please, Brent, could you please say what you said on that other, I think it was episode seven of what you need to do to get into a scale racing. Cause I pretty much, I think it summed it up very well. On episode seven, a wheel and trigger. I think so. It was like, I'd, it had something to do with like, I'd rather people just go listen to well, it. <laughs> well, for no, budget. I th listen that. There's not a real full budget way of doing a scale. So like you can do it on a budget and you can, and you can have fun. You've, you've just got to put your expectations, expectations in perspective and spend what you can uh, spend, what you can spend. Don't, uh, don't overdo it and just try to enjoy it as a hobby. Cause that's what it is for 99.9% .9 of the people. So <clears throat> budget way to do it is buy somebody out if they're selling or save up and just buy the best, you know, buy the best piece by piece. Um, but best thing you could do is generally buy somebody out as they're having hard times or someone just getting out of the hobby because they don't enjoy it or can't don't have the time for it. Maybe had a kid, but those are really good opportunities. And uh, when a new car comes okay. out, everybody's yeah. always selling oh, the, old, the last year. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, to me, that's, that's the most important thing is to just don't, don't overstep your bounds and don't outlive your means. Just do what you can and enjoy it. That it'll keep it cheap in every, every format you do. If you do it that way, as long as you just don't 
pad your expectations with BS. Yeah. And you can always term marshal for people to, you know, pay for your entries. You can do all kinds of stuff. When me and my son got into it, we were taking tires out of trash cans <clears throat> to get new tires. You know what I mean? So That's you can do it if you really want literally to. Literally exactly what I did at Masters of Dirt last year. Yeah. You can do it, man. Yeah, and any, those tires were not bad. That's the that's the crazy thing. Those guys just didn't want to fly with them, and it's it's uh, their their losses, <laughs> your gain. And I I appreciate the fact that a lot of them will actually leave it on the tables for you just to come grab, so you're not like digging out of cans. But some people just don't. So sucks. You can make it happen. Best thing is just buy somebody else somebody's old platform that they're you know getting a new car or whatnot, or like Brent said, somebody getting out of the hobby. Typically when somebody's getting out of the hobby, that means that that car has been sitting on their shelf for maybe a year until they finally decided to let it go yep. or, uh, you know, whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the best way. Definitely. And I always suggest try to try to run what your hobby shop or everyone at the track is, is running for the most part. It's easier to get parts, easier to get help, set up help, stuff like that. Yep. For sure. All right. My, my advice. Product sure. support. Product support's huge. For sure. And everybody's more apt to sell it way cheaper, <laughs> way cheaper than, uh, you know, if, if you're, if you're asking for something, you know, if somebody's got an arm and something that, you know, they're going to be like, give me 10 bucks and you can have it or something versus yeah. buying it full price. Okay. For shizzle. I sold a, a, a San Juan receiver last weekend at, uh, channel for 40 bucks because some yeah. dude's like hey dude my receiver went out i need a receiver do you have one i said yeah he's like i'll pay you for it I, and i was just like give me 40 bucks dude you just bought us pizza i'm stoked you're stoked everybody's pumped it's awesome it's my that's pretty, that's pretty much the situation i mean i'm trying to grab myself grab myself a new uh a new mutant <laughs> because i like pain <laughs> Yeah. Well, new car just came out, so there's probably plenty in your area that are, you know, guys that run Mugen selling their old cars. For sure. Yeah. I already told my associate because I need, well, I don't need to do a review on it, but I want to. Yeah. I think that was a little loaded. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're all good cars, man. Just no, pick, no, the no, brand, no. pick the no, brand you like. I wasn't as loaded as <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, cool, man. Well, thank you for calling. I'm going to, Barry, I'm, Barry, you should call right now so that I can dry your tears. We'll give you a number. Well, right on, dude. Thanks, Roach RC. Do you have a website or anything like that, Mr. Roach RC? Cade? What did you say? I'm sorry. Uh, how's, um, that's what, my YouTube channel. What is okay. it? Roach RC? Roach RC. That's my YouTube channel. Awesome. Okay. We appreciate you calling in, man. I appreciate your support too. I look forward to uh, working with you shortly. Sure. See you soon. See you soon, bro. All right. Later, dude. Good night. All right, Barry. Come on. It's your time. Don't yell at Robert. Don't yell at me. I wasn't the one that hung up on you. See how many people get on with Barry Barry Baker calls if he even Barry calls back. should definitely call in. What do you hey. think? One more caller, huh? 
One if more. Bar- if it's Barry, it's probably about all we're going to be able to get. <laughs> now he's not going to call. He's going to leave it to us to have this anticipation. There's an- all right. You got any more uh, commercials? Because I'm starting to do the uh, the dance over here. You're doing the pee-pee dance? You can't wait yeah. 20 minutes? I can't hold it like you can, man. What's that? Is that... Does that mean something? What's that? No, what? it doesn't mean anything. But I remember when I was on it? your podcast, you're like, I've been holding it for two hours. You Nance. It's like yeah. right when right when my brain, like Andrew Dice Clay would say, right when my brain tells my dick, I got to think of squirt. <laughs> you know? Right with that. Hey. 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 <laughs> Mother what? Goose, huh? It's it's a <laughs> but hey, oh boy, here we got, go. Here we go. You got go. a commercial or we can take a call? Nope. We got excitement. I could probably just pee right here. Do it. You wouldn't even know. I will. Do it. Okay. All right. You there, Barry? <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barry. Dude, it's like it's like calling it's a, it's like calling in for Blink 182 tickets to the radio station. Yeah, you yeah, can't man. get them. You can't get in. Like you got front row, dude. You, you, because I think Chase, Chase bought them all or something. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, he's giving them to all of his friends and family for his 40th birthday party. Can you please explain the guy from Arizona to me? I don't know if you have an explanation, <laughs> dude. Cow. I like I, him. I'm trying to figure out who like, it is. I'm just wondering. I mean, that's like, you know, that's like a cousin of somebody from Menifee or something. <laughs> you think Menifee? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's from Arizona. I don't know. Yeah, there's some wackos out who there. Knows? For sure. That was way easier. But who who the who the heck knows? But I mean, that was like a little crazy. Oh, and by the way, when you said that uh that true form should be green form, that is definitely true. Yeah. And oh, funny, green form's is, even uh, better. Dude, green form, and then he'd do a collab yeah. with Roach RC, like <laughs> match made in heaven. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. I just I've known I've known those I've known TJ forever and yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they hold, no, be, uh, they hold no yeah. bones. Green form. I hope they're listening. They can change their name, and now they got well, that, countless amount of logo shirts. Well, Chase, now. Chase came up with Chase came up with that, but you weren't listening at the time. I'm sure the green form one. You know, that's what that's what I'm, I'm gonna have to give yeah, that credit Chase, to Brett. Chase said that earlier. I'm pretty uh, sure that's somebody Brett. said it. Somebody else wasn't listening. But yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's like it's like Nick said in the uh, in the interview that I'm sure that the fire department should have stopped by a few times. Yeah, yeah. If the, if the windows were open, a couple. Well, it's a co- we 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 had an Airbnb at like almost college housing. It was like student housing, so there's like five bedrooms in one community like center of these rooms, and uh, there's it's like they don't believe in opening windows there, so. Um, it, it was like you walked into a a Motley Crue concert every time you walked in and out the front door. I mean, that's how it was in Davenport when we played last week. Yeah, last I weekend. mean, we had we were pre-gaming. It was pretty heavy, pretty heavy. Yeah. We sold it out though. You mean the buck that when the buck guns were there? Yeah, yeah. And they were they were playing. Yeah, we played at Coors yeah. Amphitheater on Sunday, actually yesterday. So, sold it luckily out. we all made it back in for the sh- for this show. But you know. 
actually hurt other, my back, Barry. You want to you want to hear you want to hear a story about an Airbnb? Yes, of course. Did, did we're Dakota here. tell you about the about the story of the Airbnb in uh, in Chico? I believe no. I've heard a little bit of it, but I want to hear it from you because it's probably going to be way better. Okay, so uh, I we get told okay where the Airbnb is about you know two weeks beforehand maybe a week beforehand, I got a message that said, okay, here's the address. Cause I was driving up and meeting them guys up there. And I Google the address and I'm like, it's a Jewish synagogue. And I'm like, this is crazy. So I call up, I'm like, there's no way that this is, this is the right place. It has to be the wrong address. So it ends up being the right address. And Dakota, <laughs> Mike, Dakota and Mike, they land and they, they flew into SFO and drove out because I guess they could get nonstop flights from Detroit and they, they could get there quicker and go home and, you know, do whatever instead of coming into Sacramento. And it, I mean, Sacramento is an hour and a half drive and I think SFO was like three hours. Yeah. So they decided to do the, the SFO. So they fly into SFO. They give me a call. They go, hey, where are you? I said, oh, I'm a few hours out still. And they go, okay, well, we're going to get there, and I will give you a call. And so Dakota literally calls me and goes, dude, you will not believe this place. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? And he goes, you just have to see it. And I'm like, okay. And I guess there was like, there was a dumpster out front that like had like hate hate uh jewish hate stuff like you know spray painted on it and they had so it, it was a it's the chico state jewish student center or something is what it said on there but the guy renovated the upstairs which looked like an attic okay into uh, a uh like airbnb and there were like three beds in one room, two beds in another, a bed here. There was like one bathroom upstairs. There was a closet that literally was angled down that, I mean, it was like, how do you even fit in here or put anything <laughs> in there? Um, it was, so there was like, there were like 20 stairs to get up to the, to the actual floor. Okay. Now you have all these, you know, what, six RC racers because, uh, you know, Cole didn't make it out because, you know, he wasn't feeling well. So there were supposed to be seven people in there. But so now there's six, right? They all have 40 to 50 pound bags. Trying yeah, to go two, up 20 two or three OGOs each, happen. probably. <laughs> At least two each. Yeah. Yeah. So that wasn't going to go over. The, that wasn't going to go over very well. So then you walk into the place. Okay. Now, the, the door lock had one of those, uh, those, coated you know uh, locks where you just push in a code and the, and the, the the bolt goes and comes out right right well you watched it go in and the bolt might have gone in maybe maybe an eighth of an inch into the door <laughs> like you literally could pull on the door hard enough and the door comes wide open okay it had like three air conditioner window air conditioners that they didn't even seal the windows so like there was like a quarter inch around all the windows you know so like you got the outside air, the inside air, you had whatever. And I mean, it was like 
it wasn't bad inside, but you could tell if it was nuclear hot outside, which it got on the weekend, that it would be hot inside. So then you have this like living, you walk into this living room, okay? And there's a full bathroom downstairs. Why is there a full bathroom downstairs when there's no bedroom? No idea. It should have been like a half bath. But on the other side of this door, which the lock was on the other side of the door, not on this side in the living room. So somebody could have walked in from the other side at any time. Okay. But on the other side, you hear just a bunch of kids running around, like yelling, like there's a family living on the other side of this door. Oh, wow. So it was like either that or some possessed to some some other house. Either that or it was some possessed people behind the door. Oh, geez. So then I go upstairs. So So these guys are already. (laughs) What's that? I said, so Barry was stoked. You were, you were happy about this whole situation. No, 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 (laughs) not stoked at all. Because, because the story, it it gets better. This this description gets better. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Then. So I call them up. I go, Hey, where are you guys at? They're, They're like, we're just sitting in the parking lot of Walmart right now. And I said, why are you sitting in the parking lot of Walmart? We ain't going back there right now. <laughs> I said, okay, well, I'm here and I'm walking around. And I go, yeah, it's not it's not the greatest. They said, wait till you go upstairs. So I go upstairs, through. okay? And I start looking and I start looking around, okay? There's there's three three twin size beds in one room that look like, you know, the maybe where uh Little House on the Prairie kids stayed. Okay. Like and then there was like this, this kind of hallway. That, yeah, there was this hallway that had like three doors, but they were all locked. Like they were locked closets. Okay. And I'm like, okay, what's going on here? They're completely locked. Then you open up this other door. Now, right across the street was like either, a, I think it was the sorority or a fraternity house because it was near Chico State. So. Now was this like I'm a just whole? Like, you look through this window and it, was this like a whole community based off of this church? Well, it wasn't really a community because two streets over was Tent City. <laughs> I mean, it was like, yeah, it, it just it was crazy. But I mean, you just went in there and you're just like, are you kidding me? Right? There's no way we're gonna stay here. So we end up calling Thomas. And we worked it out where Thomas was like, oh, well, it wasn't that bad on Airbnb. Well, that, that's because the guy didn't, you know, produce all of the pictures and everything, you know. And <laughs> so somehow Thomas got this thing canceled and we couldn't get in. We couldn't get into another Airbnb until the following night. But we found I mean, the next one we got was really nice. I mean, it, no complaints whatsoever. Um, but. So we had to pile into it. We got a two-bedroom suite at, uh, I want to say it was like the residency in that night and got a bunch of rollaways and packed like six people in a two-bedroom suite. So it worked out for the first night. But that Airbnb, oh, my God. There was one There was one, one room you opened up, and it had you. It, it either was a sewage or an exhaust pipe that was running through the middle of a closet. And then there was one of those little children's little children's chairs in the corner of this closet like the ones that are in like kindergarten classes those real small child chairs and i'm thinking to myself this is where chucky lives (laughs) oh man and chucky's not there right now oh jesus (laughs) 
So this yeah. was this yeah. was inside of like a place of worship above it. It was in what I think they really renovated either the attic or it was it. They called it an apartment, a, a renovated apartment, but I don't. Who knows what it was? But I, I, it was like attic space. I honestly think you guys should have wrote it out. That's that's my vibe. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you're there make the best of I can, it hey i can you know? give team i can give team racecraft the address if you need it hey you know, <laughs> that's probably somewhere within our budget i can only I mean, what was what was the description like i want to go back and read what it looks like and then you know like what you're renting on airbnb and then well, was it like so the guy, Seinfeld has stayed here? The guy apologized and said, he, he apologized and said, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, uh, I didn't include all of the, the stairs in the back. You know, I probably should do that. This is the first time I've ever tried to rent something out Airbnb. I guess, I guess when Dakota and them got there, um, they said the guy was still in there, like putting sheets on beds and still setting the place up. So. I mean, he was at least honest about it. He said, sorry. And I guess they, I guess they blamed it on the old guy that he couldn't go up the stairs. So I guess that would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they just need to get one of those little stair chair things. Stair chair. Yeah. The stair chair (laughs) for bear. You guys, you guys could have wrote it out. You You guys could have pulled it off Um, and it would have been even better stories because then you guys be sleeping in those three hallway doors, be like rattling. You guys be like, "What the fuck's yeah. going on here?" And all of a sudden, you hear the scary berry cherry coming up the the fucking steps, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can guarantee you one thousand percent that I would have slept in my car. I would have pulled off an eclipse before <laughs> anything else. That's rad. Awesome. Well, That's congratulations sick, right? on. Uh, another awesome weekend and uh and all you guys are doing so keep it up yeah i mean it it you know his program's good and you know he's got a lot of support behind him and you know it's not just one person i mean it's a it's a village that takes care of it so yeah maybe there's some know, room for and, growth with his travel agent though huh <laughs> <laughs> yeah there there is definitely room for growth with his travel agent definitely but no, I mean that's. Uh, I, I thought I thought you liked that story because it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, when when the next time you talk to DP, I guarantee you, he will tell you it was just as bad as I described it. Right. Maybe even worse. Well, I'll tell no, you I mean, this: Lucas and I got there. Uh, my buddy Will Smith picked us up from the airport and took us up to, um, to Chico, and then so we got into our Airbnb first, and so Cole booked it, and of course he wants. He wants whatever's the best and biggest and nicest and whatever. And that's fine. Like all, most, all of us, even him, we all just want a place to sleep, but he can have the the honors, but we get there in every single room is big as hell. Almost all of them had a bathroom. We had one room that had double twin beds, which became Daniel and TJ's share room. And, uh, and then this big community room right in the middle of it. So you couldn't get away from anybody in this house. There was no getting away, but it was nice, and we didn't have to worry about uh, we didn't have to worry about Chucky or Carrie or cockroaches or anything like that. So, 
Yeah, our second our second Airbnb, the one that that uh, they they went or Thomas went and got for the second one that he found. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I think Dakota might have found it on like Verbo or something, and then Thomas worked it out with the guy um, to be able to 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 reserve it a day earlier than it was supposed to be reserved and all this other stuff. But I mean, that one was really super nice. nice. I mean, it was it, it was something. It was something that you know. Like if I was looking at it, I'd be like, I'd purchase a house like that. Right. So you know? are those things, I've never actually so, booked one myself. Are those things kind of luck of the draw? You never know, kind of know what you're going to get? I don't think so. I think it's all about the reviews and uh, you, you, you're really going to pay attention to the pictures and stuff that you're looking at. You know, we've booked a bunch through with my family. Yeah, I've stayed, I've stayed in a few that, um, you know, when we go to race, because we found out that Airbnbs are way cheaper than getting, you know, like three or four hotel rooms. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's nice because if you want to cook, I know like in Spain, you know, Chloe cooked like all the time for those guys in Spain this year. And they said that their, their Airbnb in Spain was the most amazing Airbnb had a, had a pool, had everything, you know, they had like volleyball court in the pool. So they were, you know, they were really happy with that. And I mean, we stayed at, there was one time we stayed in Airbnb down in, um, Paris like two years ago and, and Chloe and Ashley made breakfast and dinner for us, you know, every night. And I mean, it was, it was nice, you know, when you stay in an Airbnb, when you stay at a hotel, it's like, you know, where are we going to dinner? We're going out, you know, things like that. And, you know, it's, it's more, more comfortable, I think in the Airbnb because it's just more like home. Yeah. And in the long run, when you have groups like that, it actually saves you money. And, you know, that's, that's what it did for us. Um, there's a big, you know, six of us in that place. And if we had to get three hotel rooms for the week, it would have been 1200 bucks a week for each hotel room. And that whole Airbnb was 1500 bucks. So, you know, everyone throws yeah. in on food we cook and, you know, it's a good time. And, and plus you're hanging with your buddies, not just a couple of them. You got a house full and we don't all get to do that every weekend. So it's nice when, when you do go to these bigger events that you guys, you know, kind of have that team feeling or you know you're with your buddies at the very least 100 percent. well yeah it's, it's kind of funny though because you get you, you you fill the fridge you go to the store and what they do they fill the fridge up with uh coarse light and water right <laughs> that, that's what the fridge was full of well i mean that's about all I mean, that what we do you need to be honest with you yeah i mean I, I couldn't ask for anything more than that that's what my fridge is filled with TJ, uh, Barry, just for your, uh, I don't know if you're looking at the screen, but TJ said, uh, all we had was one vape pen. If you can, all they had was what was one pen. If you can believe that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not looking at the screen. I'm, I'm actually on my phone listening to you guys, not looking at the screen, you know, laying in bed i don't have i was watching you on my phone no i was on the couch i'm watching the wife make cookies oh nice kind of cookies. i don't know if you've seen uh if you she does uh her hobby is she does baking so she uh she bakes cookies she she scuba dives she's uh she's the adventurous one in the family yeah and so yeah she does uh she does she does cookies like uh like designs and stuff she did uh, Ashley Westergaard's uh, 
uh, baby shower cookies and she does other people's stuff for that for um, like graduation. She's doing some graduation cookies tonight for some of her friends, nice. you know, Very daughters cool. and sons that, that graduate. Yeah. So she hitting the she, farmer's uh, markets really and stuff is, like uh, that. No, she just doesn't. She it's, it's low key. I mean, everybody says she should open up a business, but you know, she does, she does low key stuff. She's a, she's a uh, teacher for this old, this, I say this all the time and you guys will be like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. But she's a, uh, she's a special needs teacher for, um, for junior high. So she has a lot of patience. Nice. So, yeah. Yeah. You so, gotta have patience. Yeah. To but bake. she, uh, yeah. The, and to, you know, deal with me. Well, but, um, there's that too. Yeah. But no, she, uh, yeah, she, she just, you know, it's relaxing for her. So she sure. just relaxes and bakes and she does. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, watching her do designs and, you know, the only reason I'm fat is because I'm her taste tester. That's the only reason. Right. Right. You we know, totally not believe that I eat other crap in this world. Right. No. Yeah. No, yeah. it's true. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, we, we believe you. I mean, it, it Barry says <laughs> it. It's the truth. <laughs> yeah. Barry's word is bond. Yeah. So. Right on, Barry. Well, I hate to see you go, oh. but you know I love to watch you leave. You made it in the show, so like you're cemented, yeah. like you're your your family now. Yes, best backside. Yeah, and I got to get out there, so you know for the for the actual you know podcast. So well, I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, I'm gonna get you loose, boy. You're gonna uh, have to, you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> that might have to be one of those ones that we have to cut into two episodes. It'll be a good one for sure. You get him out there. And run I don't some know. Scale. I don't know. Walker's was Walker's was good, and I, I figured you would have had to cut Walker into two episodes. But Walker, you, know, you made it in one. Walker, Walker had he, he was. How do I put this? Um, he had to go home, so his vagina was a little hurt. Can I say that? Walker's. I think Walker's was. You definitely to, You can top you three. say anything you want. It's your show. <laughs> I think Walker's was yeah. definitely top three. That was a good listen for sure. Walker's awesome. That was, that was a good show. And I'm just playing. He 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 probably would have stayed all dang night. Uh, I was probably the one that uh, put a put a nix to that one. Just we're so busy. So. Uh, we'll probably we'll probably finish off a bottle of Jack uh, Southern Peach. You know, and, and I'll you'll have to pour me out of the chair at the end of it, and I'll be trying to you know, yeah yeah. There is no like Nick said, white girl wasted. You know, in in honor, it could be of, it could be scary. In honor of you being on here, I will do some peach for you. <laughs> well, there you go, right there. Oh, so good. So, Sweet. all right, boys. Uh, yep. You have a you have a good rest of the evening. You too, um, and I'm sure Chase, I'll see you see you soon, and uh, Brent, I'll see you around. Yeah, all right. I'll see you soon. I'm sure. See you at the track right, there, later, Barry guys. Baker. Later, Barry Baker. That dude, he's a dude. He's been there. He's seen it. He's done it. Yeah. Once or twice. Everything. Yeah. Casey Wilson yeah. commented, Coors Light, FTW, you. Yeah. I don't know what that means. I don't either, but I'm pretty sure Casey in his own mind knows exactly what that means. So. <laughs> FTW stands for for the win. I don't know what they use for, but yeah, the U is kind of throwing me off. 
That's <laughs> like for the win, you. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't. I'm actually, it. I'm giggling because Robert had the desire to tell us what FTW meant. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It could be three, it, three different things. I well, I know what the other one is, like the Tupac version. Yeah, or it yeah, could be true. like Forever Two Wheels. Yeah, but nobody in RC says FTW for. That's for that's old ass internet slang. Like I'm talking when I was in middle school, we were saying that. You had the internet in middle school? Yes, sir. Jesus Christ, you're young. Yeah, we well, were up. I'm gonna tell you right now, dude. I had fun, and I. I'm done, man. I'm I'm done. I I am so tired. I had a long weekend, coming off a long week at, at Nats. Back's killing me. Your freaking products were rad. Your stories were awesome. I got to see you smile. Robert came into work today. Yeah, man. This one this one was fun. Had, had it was a good day. uh felt a little. We're rolling, dude. We're we, rolling. We knew we knew it'd take a couple. Yeah, we're rolling. Show had some structure. I love the Collins. The Collins are amazing. I got I got homework for uh, for our next show for our listeners. Our all forty six of them. There should be a prize if you're gonna. No, nah, this is gonna... just this is to help promote or to 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 generate more phone stuff. Foam? Phone. Oh, phone stuff. Collins. I challenge you guys to try to figure out stuff about Robert. <laughs> one question only per per show from a caller yeah we definitely robert. need to get robert more involved because robert is a mysterious awesome but individual. i want to keep it that way so don't you even try to don't you try to trick me into not to doing it differently it took me a, quite a while just to figure out his last name so it's going to be a tough one i still can even though i know what yours is i still can barely say it right it dude, our last names, me and Roberts, are very close. And spelled so different. Yes. yes. They're very close. That's what's so wild. So that's a hint for you guys. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, Justin. All right. Well, I am <laughs> unfortunately, uh, for you, Chase, tonight, you're the last one that uh I'm paying the bills with you last tonight. I'll go first with you next week, but uh until now, you're just you know, if you're second, you're last. So you're second, you're last. We're gonna have to get Kyle Neary to to upgrade this commercial for yeah. sure. Send it to him. Have him do it. That's just I cheap will. me doing something because I don't know how to do it. That's I mean, I do know how. I just don't have time. It all comes down to time. We people. might, you know, and I that's might the have... one thing you can't get back. If I can give you any advice, spend your time wisely and don't waste it. Promise yeah, we that. might have to do like a team montage or something of these three years of fun with this brand and put together an edit with everybody in it. I think you that's know, what our commercial should be. I think we need to talk to Kyle about coming out to the next butt gun show and, and filming a promo. He definitely should. I mean, I, that could be the difference of like selling out where we were at the Coors pavilion or Madison square garden. Yeah. I mean, I, I would rather keep it a little bit more low key. I don't want to blow up too fast and burn out. So, you know, I mean, these, I'm these smaller old, shows, though, I'm getting old though. I mean, 20,000 seats was a lot for our third show. So I know, but like, I'm getting old. I want to sell out the garden, you know, like before I die, you know, you gotta get that payday. I don't want I the sellout to be when I die and you guys do like an in memorial of, of me, you know, like, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to sell out that one show. 
I'll tell you what, we're never going to sell out and just like start running around on MTV with it in our underwear. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> we're never going to do that. No, but we'll, <laughs> we, we won't sell out and we'll do it on stage for free. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my people, it is time to go. Thank you all for hanging out and watching. Uh, as always, like and share and, and do all the stuff you're supposed to do to help us out. You know, get on there, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Wheel and Trigger at wheel and trigger on youtube wheel and trigger.com have a patreon that helps me fly people in got some guests coming up real soon um but yeah i appreciate chase man thank you for putting in the work and coming in here and making me laugh and uh robert thank you for uh showing up chase word up y'all have a good rest of your week and uh we'll see you real soon 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 as we figure out when soon is you guys have a good night Don't let your meat loaf. May the Schwartz be with you.